0: What's going on everybody and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 199. We are here on Thursday, July 9th one episode away from episode 200, which will be tomorrow, our special Friday bonus episode with Colonel Kurt Schlichter. Before we jump into the show, we have a very important message from the Trump campaign who we've partnered with. Obviously, you know, we here at Triggered are in full support of the president's reelection and will be working very hard for it over the next 100 or so days until the election. And President Trump has a huge announcement for his top supporters. We will be celebrating the 2020 Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him at the convention. If you win, the team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 TODAY for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention. Again, that's TRIGGERED, T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D, to 88022 to enter to win this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. to. To be his special guest. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. So we're joined here on Triggered today by Mark Lauder, the director of strategic communications for the Trump campaign, a man who's working very hard to get our president reelected. Thanks for spending some time with us today, Mark.
1: No, happy to do it.
0: So uh, Joe Biden released his, and I use his very loosely because we all know that he has no idea what's going on, uh, his socialist energy and tax policy this week. What are your thoughts on those policies and and how badly they would devastate our great country?
1: Well, I think it just shows what we already know to be true, is that Joe Biden is nothing more than a hollow shell, (laughs) a Trojan horse for Bernie Sanders, AOC and the squad. They literally wrote this plan. I mean, it is the Green New Deal. It will eliminate uh, a million jobs in terms of oil, gas. It's going to drive people's costs to heat and cool their home up hundreds of dollars a month i mean that's what that's the new that's the world you live in under joe biden
0: yeah it's i mean it's really unbelievable i like the term green news scam uh one of our colleagues uh, dr gorka came up with that one and rolling back the trump economic successes such as deregulation seemed to be a top priority for biden you know just how devastating would that alone be to the recovering economy
1: Well, that that is one of the key pillars of the Trump economy was not just tax cuts but also deregulation, getting the burden of government off of small businesses and businesses that are trying to create jobs. And what Joe Biden wants to do is show that he is being owned by the radicals and restoring all of the mountains of paperwork and mountains of regulations that'll tie up the economy, which will slow growth, cost people their jobs. Uh, And it just shows you that everything Joe Biden does is not is, is not designed to protect American workers. It's designed to hurt American workers.
0: Yeah, and particularly in his endorsements of China over the years, which you know, in retrospect, is even worse than it was at the time, Um, his endorsement of, you know, the World Trade Organization and and developing country status. How badly do you think that's going to come back to bite him in this election? You know, his, his closeness with the Chinese communist regime and all of that?
1: Well, I think it's, it's, it's absolutely critical because you also have to remind yourself that in addition to doing all that, he also voted for NAFTA. Mm-hmm. He supported was the lead cheerleader for TPP, which even the labor unions hated because they know just like NAFTA, it costs millions of jobs. And so the only thing that Joe Biden has ever done uh, to, to the benefit of Americans in China is get his son a billion and a half dollars. The rest of it has all been at the expense of American workers.
0: Yeah. And I mean, imagine if, you know, Donald Trump Jr. had done something like that, the outrage that would be coming out of the left.
1: No, I mean, you I mean, time and time again, all we see is that under Joe Biden, American workers come last. And we know American workers come first with President Trump. President Trump's the first president to stand up to China to say that he was not going to just renegotiate NAFTA, but actually do it. Uh, these are the things that put American workers back to work and why they support Donald Trump today. The, the Democrat Party is bleeding labor union jobs and they're bleeding support from labor unions because while the union managers are do what they always do, the people who actually work for a living, they support President Trump.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so let's talk about uh, the violence in these Democrat run cities. We have massive crime spikes, uh, June over June, shooting numbers up 166 percent in New York City, 76 percent in Chicago, 124 percent in Atlanta and 33 percent in Los Angeles. Why do these Democrat politicians continue down this path of anarchy when it clearly makes their city less safe?
1: Well, it's because they're only interested in the vote. They're actually not interested in solving the problem. They need the problem for politics. But this is what we're looking at. This is a preview of America under Joe Biden. When you have those statistics right there, when you have people tearing down statues to George Washington, defacing and burning churches, you even had someone uh, here recently this week deface a 9-11 memorial. Yeah, that just was outside of New York yeah. City. And Joe Biden calls police the enemy. I mean, yep. You and your family are not safe with Joe Biden and the radical liberals in office because while shootings and murder and mayhem is going to rule the cities, they're gonna be cutting the funding to the only group that's out there that's supposed to run toward the danger to protect you and your family. And that's why our new ad, it's very telling. Under Joe Biden, if you call 911, will there be anyone there to answer the phone?
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a
1: great ad. Yeah.
2: Hello, Mr. Lauder. Matt, Matt Vesper here. Let's circle back to the Big Apple for a second. You know, yesterday we saw the NYPD chief of department, Terrence Monahan, uh, suffer serious injuries uh, trying to uh, you know enforce law and order. He was struck with a cane. Um, any thoughts on on that and and Mayor Bill De Blasio's anti police policies that have ruined the city that uh, that that
1: Mayor Giuliani had cleaned up? I mean, de Blasio is an embarrassment, and and he is an embarrassment to his city, uh, and he should be considered an embarrassment to his party. He is absolutely the poster child for everything you should not do. Uh, I worked for a mayor of a major city, a Republican mayor of a major city, and we invested in police officers. We got police officers out of their cars and into the community so they could better serve the people of those neighborhoods and those communities, and what you see from Bill de Blasio and the directly relating to the violent crime. And don't forget, you know, they also have the cash bail reform, mm-hmm. which is letting violent criminals back out on the street, and Joe Biden supports that. You, he is going to say when police arrest a violent criminal, they're going to turn him right back out on the street and let them continue the violence. That is the new world order under Joe Biden and the radicals
2: yeah, and, and and tragically, you know, even more disturbingly, you know, the liberal media is not even going to press de Blasio or Biden on this. Um, let, let's talk about that for a second. like let's the the media collusion here between against the president and you know has become very explicit and open and and uh, for, for example, Joe Biden not being asked any questions by 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 the press.
1: Well, I mean, for 89 days, he avoided taking questions from the press, and you didn't see the media out there every day clamoring for more. Yet I remember that when when we went through a period where there weren't White House press briefings, the media was crying and whining every single day. Now, they didn't happen to mention that almost every single day, President Donald Trump took questions directly from the media, but that's because they wanted to be able to be the stars and and rule over the White House briefing room. There's definitely a double standard, but even look at it right now— You know, I was looking at this new poll that came out just yesterday, I believe, the Quinnipiac poll. That poll is so flawed and so faulty. Quinnipiac should be embarrassed to put their name on it. That is a poll that is sampled Democrats 10% more than Republicans. It's a D plus 10 poll. (laughs) Now, when that's not only one way to suppress Republican turnout in that poll, but when you also look at the fact that Republicans are more energetic, you're, you're, you're making that case even worse and they're trying – and the news media is actually out there trying to sell this poll to the American people as real news when it is not worth the paper that it's printed on.
0: And do you think that they're just trying to play the same game as in 2016 with suppression polls or uh, – I mean they're, they're – you know, they throw these polls out with registered voters, not based on a likely voter model. Um, what, what do you make of all of that? Is it just the same game over and over again?
1: It is the exact same playbook. They're trying to demoralize Republicans. They're trying to convince weak-minded congressional candidates to jump ship from President Trump so then they can try to claim that as being some fake news. They don't want people to be out there and energized because they know the numbers. When you look at the states that had the primaries earlier this year, in 23 of the 27 states, President Trump set a new record for a number of votes of a president from either party. He doubled and tripled the vote totals of Barack Obama. He doubled and tripled the vote totals of George W. Bush. He even beat the vote totals of Ronald Reagan himself. They know that when we – with our data operation, with our get out the vote and with our our energy, the American people are going to put Donald Trump back in office. The only way they can do that is try to convince them to stay home.
0: Exactly. And I I think the enthusiasm gap is going to be huge because I haven't talked to anyone that's enthusiastic about voting for Joe Biden. And, you know, I come from a very blue state of New Jersey, as does Matt. You know, when we go back home, there people that have been ancestral Democrats for generations say they're not excited about him and actually considering voting for President Trump.
1: Well, and they should because we saw we saw the benefits. We saw the economic success story under the president. And Joe Biden had his shot. And he, what did he do? He produced the worst recovery in, since the Great Depression. So why would you want to go and give the keys to that guy again, especially when he's really nothing more than a puppet for socialist Bernie Sanders and AOC?
0: Exactly. And I, I find it particularly interesting when they're trying to message this new voice line when he's been in D.C. for 50 years almost.
1: Yeah, it took him 50 years, but he's going to blame President Trump for things in three and a half. It's like, hey, Joe, where have you been for the last half century? Why didn't you get it solved then?
0: Yep. And, And the leftist cancel culture mob, which shows no signs of letting up, uh, now they're going after all American history, you know, it started out as we're just going after the Confederates. And even one L.A. Times writer said we should get rid of the Star Spangled Banner. In your opinion, is this kind of behavior by these Marxist leftists a sort of, you know, declaration of war on the soul of our great country?
1: Well, it's currently where the Democrat Party is right now. Uh, I mean, you can even see that from Joe Biden uh, and Sadly, though, we've got to find ourselves to, wait to a time when we can get back into our into our country where you have a First Amendment right, and by the way, they have a First Amendment right to be wrong. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Yep. and and I will respect it. I will I will call out their their ill, you know, their their horrible ideas, but they still have a right to be wrong.
0: Yup, and and all, piggybacking on that, what do you make of the uh, the millions of first time gun owners that are utilizing their Second Amendment right? Uh, do you you know? It's been shown in the past that. Gun owners overwhelmingly vote Republican. Do you think that's going to have a large effect on the election?
1: I think it will. We often see this whenever the liberals start, you know, when they whenever they get up to their antics and games, especially when you talk about defunding the police and look what they did to that couple in Missouri. You know, people who are trying to stand their ground to hold uh, to to defend their own property from the mob. And if Joe Biden and and AOC refuse to protect Americans from the mobs in their cities, then let then trust that the American people will, will defend themselves
0: yep and i wanted to get your thoughts on uh the vision for a second term from potus's remarks on tuesday uh, which you had a great tweet about you know continuing to protect manufacturing jobs securing the border trade deals strong national defense and standing up to our enemies in china and russia and of course putting america first it was interesting to see how the liberal media framed those remarks uh what are your thoughts on that well i mean they,
1: they don't want they don't want america to succeed they don't want them um American jobs to grow unless they are the ones who can't who can take credit for it. Uh, but this president's going to continue to go out there. He's, gonna, he's going to break with Washington norms. He's going to actually stick up for the American people that he was elected to serve. And if Joe Biden won't fight for American jobs, I guarantee you, you know that Donald Trump will. And that's where it comes down to in this election. Who's going to represent American values? Fighting for American jobs. Fighting for American security. Fighting for those American ideals that our founders First laid out in our in our in our founding documents. Yep. It's not going to be Joe Biden,
0: exactly. And after the left has lost time and time again on you know the first Russian collusion hoax impeachment, uh, now you know they're jumping back to Russia. I guess that's just their go-to, just like calling everybody racist. Isn't that playbook a little you know overplayed at this point?
1: You would think, but I mean, they're not really quick learners, um, you know, and I, w- I would assume at some point I'm going to get, you know, I'm going to get a subpoena to, to to find out if I had Russian dressing on my salad the other day.
0: <laughs> or drank some Russian vodka, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, So we we talk a lot here on Triggered about, you know, whether you're in your 20s or 30s or 70s or 80s, this election is truly the biggest ever. Uh, It's do or die to save the country from socialism and the radical left. So what do Republican voters and Trump supporters in this country need to do to stand up and fight and go on the attack to ensure we win in November?
1: Well, first and foremost, they need to become active and they need to talk to their friends, their neighbors, people at church, people at work, people in their neighborhood. Because I cannot create an ad that would be more powerful, more compelling, uh, or more convincing to someone than hearing from someone they know and trust already. So that's where, that's where you come in. It, can you go talk to 10 people? Can you make sure that 10 people get to the polls uh, who maybe not didn't plan to? And if you can get 10 easily, then get me another 10. That's where this is an army. The President Trump talks about it all the time. We are not a campaign. We're a movement. And the army, the soldiers out there are the American people. And this is where we need you to come in and do your part. Download our apps. They're available Trump 2020 on iPhone or on uh, Android. Sign up and go door to door make phone calls, talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends, tell them, and then make sure they get to the polls in November, because that's how we're going to win this thing.
0: Yep. And we, and we talk about it a lot. You know, we need the silent majority, which we think is bigger than ever, and agree with the president on that. Uh, we need them to be not so silent uh, in the next, you know, 100 days or so before the election.
1: You're absolutely right. Silent majority, no more.
0: Exactly. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Mark. Uh, we appreciate it. And, and keep up the good fight to keep America great.
1: Thank you, much. Thank you for
0: having me. And as Mark said, this election is more important than ever. The silent majority must stand up and fight. And that's why President Trump has a huge announcement for his top supporters. We will be celebrating the 2020 Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him at the convention. If you win, the team will cover the flight, hotel, and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention. Again, that's TRIGGERED, T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D, to 88022 to enter to win this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be his special guest. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated all right so let's get into the rest of the show today because we got some uh, big news coming out here president trump last night got the endorsement from a union that backed obama and biden twice we obviously have police under increasing attack on the streets and in the media by many democrat politicians now the national association of police organizations is supporting President Trump's re-election bid because of his quote steadfast and very public support for law enforcement. Uh, what do you think of that? Of them, you know, switching it up. Yeah, well, it shows that uh, you know Trump is
2: the law and order candidate, and you know Biden basically calling police. I mean, I think honestly, the the straw that broke the camel's back was when Biden said that police were enemies of the people. Mm-hmm. I mean that. I mean, when you when you say that line, when you kowtow out to AOC and the squad like uh, Mark Lauder said uh, with us uh, earlier today, it, you're not going to get those people. And rightfully so. Yeah. So,
0: And, and the president, Michael McHale, uh, pointed out how important it is for these police officers to have the president's support. He said, quote, during this time of unfair and inaccurate opprobrium being directed at our members by so many. And yeah. that's basically saying, yeah. like, the left is it's trying insane. to destroy us and yeah. insane, yeah. Um, I saw a tweet the other day that was like, I think Trump's going to get the votes of every police officer in this country. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that you have police officers who have been longtime Democrats that may now consider voting for the president. Yeah. Just because of what's happened here. You know, they may not agree with him on – Even 90% of his policies. But supporting law enforcement is a key tenant of the president's administration. And they feel that. They feel that he's the only politician that has their backs. Even some of these spineless GOP so-called leaders aren't supporting police, right? You saw Mitt Romney. Uh, Mitt Romney marches with a Marxist leftist uh, organization in the streets of Washington, D.C. What message does that send? Uh, Well, it
2: just shows that he's... um, one of the most useless, maybe the most useless Republicans in the Senate right now. I know you want to say most. more, but
0: we'll keep it tame. We'll yeah, we're keep it we'll tame. Keep, keep it t- the, the real fun's going to be tomorrow when we have Colonel Kurt Schlichter. Tomorrow, on. I will say what I just yeah, said. The <laughs> special, yeah, the Schlichter special. The Schlichter special is going to be good. You, you have also them continuing on in their statement. And I thought that this was very interesting that they had detailed reasons for this, right? They said, quote, we particularly value you directing the attorney general to aggressively prosecute those who attack our officers. Yeah. You're signing into law the Law Enforcement Mental Health and Wellness Act, your advocacy and signing into law the legislation which permanently authorized funds to support 9-11 first responders and their families, your revitalization of the Project Safe Neighborhoods Program to help reduce violent crime, and your unflagging recognition that America's law enforcement officers, just like any other citizens, have constitutional rights too. And that last part, I think, very big. The president tweeted a response saying, "Quote: Thank you, NAPo Police, and their 241,000 brave law enforcement members for a full and complete endorsement. I will always back the men and women in blue and never let you down. Law and order." in all caps, yes. will prevail. And you have this as the uh, NRA, to no surprise, also endorsed President Trump yeah, last night, was, his re-election. Was, oh, no, no shocker um, there. And the five plus million members of the NRA obviously are Trump supporters. We yes. know that. Um, oh my
2: God. The, 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 the two national conventions that I went to, the annual meetings, excuse me.
0: Yeah. I mean, when the oh yeah, we got to go yeah. to Dallas yeah. and
2: Indianapolis yeah. and see the president. It was remember, it, it was like pandemonium. In well, that, that in was that, oh, that, that was, awesome. was
0: the main event of the entire yeah. thing, right? So, you know, you have the annual meetings that go on and the speakers and all that, but everyone was juiced up to see the president oh, yeah. and the vice president yeah. came. And Steve Scalise came just, you know, months off of his recovery of being shot by a radical leftist. And the hero from the Southern Springs,
2: Texas uh, shooting
0: who saved the people from the church. Well,
2: you know. I I mean, it's uh, saved more lives than could have been lost. Um, Tragic, tragic shooting.
0: And it was a real shame we didn't get to hold that this year because of the coronavirus. So hopefully we'll be back at it next year and President Trump will be speaking in his second term. You have on the heels of all this— The latest Rasmussen poll that came out last night, which just a month ago showed Joe Biden up by 10 points, now has Biden only up by three. The president making massive inroads with uh, African-American support, Hispanic support, and most notably a double-digit swing with independents, which I attribute to the the lawlessness going on. Democrats Um, endorsing the rioting. But that just shows you— how quickly things can change and how unreliable polls are, right? Yeah. Rasmussen is one of the best. It's the only poll that correctly predicted the 2016 election. Yeah. It's the only one. Yeah. And if you have the president three points behind in a national race, that means that in swing states, he's probably ahead. He's ahead. Yeah. So don't be negative. Yeah. Don't be downtrodden about this. I yeah. see that. I see a lot of Republicans that are already like, Oh, President Trump has lost. No, we have three and a half months. That's an eternity in politics. Yeah, let's, let's not for, let's also
2: not let, let, let's not forget. You know, Michael Dukakis, remember Mr. Tank Man? You know, he was ahead of George H.W. Bush by seventeen points coming out of his convention. Right. And you know, and there's, there's Bush no way trampled.
0: Yeah. Dukakis. So one, there's no way that if if Joe Biden debates, yeah. there's no way he wins. No, no. I will say that right now. Yeah, no. because. The guy can't answer any questions. Well, he's going to forget where he is at as, as, as the moment that Trump, you know, runs him over
2: with a tank on that debate stage.
0: Yeah. So. He hasn't taken an unscripted question in yeah. over six months. Yeah. And the one time he did get a partially unscripted question oh, was, from was, Charlemagne was, the God, where he said, you know, why should black su- oh, yeah. black voters support you? We call him. The, and then he said, you ain't black. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't black if you don't support me. Yeah. And I can tell you, even if some black people were... In between on supporting Joe Biden, that pushed them away. Yeah, because there, I there's been an awakening.
2: Yeah,
0: you're gonna see a lot of, in the African American vote. I, I think of, some people are gonna stay home. Yeah, well, there's, not only will yeah. they stay home, but they may vote for Trump out of spite. Yeah, because. The black voters don't want to be told what to do, right? No. They're no realizing one does. no one does. Right. Yeah. And but they're realizing that all these years the Democrats have taken them for granted and yeah. they have nothing to show in return, right? Trump got yeah. terrible heat when he said in 2016, what do you have to lose? Yeah. It's true. Well, he showed them what yeah. they had to lose by voting Democrat by giving African Americans the lowest unemployment ever in this country. Yeah. Hispanic Americans the lowest unemployment ever in this country. President Trump this has revertilized Urban areas through opportunities. This zones. was
2: the best job market for Black Americans ever, mm-hmm. ever. Now, unfortunately, it got wrecked because the Chinese decided to sit on their hands during uh, uh, amid uh, the outset of a pandemic. But it was the best ever, yep. and it will be back bigger and better than ever before.
0: Oh, I totally agree, and I yeah. think that uh, I think that the American public is waking up. Yeah. Right. They're waking up to just what the left is at this point because, yeah, you may have some independents that may not like Trump. Right. They may not like no. his style. No. They don't they like may... his tweets
2: or his personality. He Which is like shit. Fine. fine. Whatever.
0: I love his personality and his but tweets. That's just me. They're
2: certainly not, not, not going to vote for a party that, that endorses people breaking into your home and potentially
0: killing you. Right, with these right. I mean, and that's, defunding that's, that's the exact in St. Louis. Defunding the police. I mean, we yeah. just talked about yesterday the domestic disturbance that ended with two officers being killed. Yeah, yeah. Those are the calls that they want to send social workers to. Yeah. How, as a woman, could you feel safe calling for a social worker to come save you from domestic abuse by your you know partner, spouse, yeah. or whatever? I mean, I just I find that to be totally unbelievable. It's I mean, one of the most think-
2: violent. It's one of the most violent response calls. Out there is D V. Right. And they yeah, social because of, because but because they're a social worker, they're like, I don't know, what what do they think? There's gonna be like some magic protective shield when these Yeah, well it's <laughs> gonna be like in? a therapy
0: session <laughs> yeah, really. with a gun. Yeah. Like I, I don't I don't get yeah. that. Yeah, and I, get I think that that, th- that and the law and order angle could be particularly effective in bringing back some moderate Republican women in the suburbs of which had been major losses during the midterm election. Yeah. Agreed. Because They don't want this in the suburbs. No. Right? That that's very clear. You see nine million plus new gun owners in this country. Background checks this month are already up 160% year over year. We're only halfway through the month. So I think that there's a a you know, we call it the silent majority, but we need these people to stand up and fight. But I think there is a major silent majority brewing there. And I, they're setting themselves up, and I'll, I'll let them do it. They're setting themselves up for another 2016. Yeah. They're going to be so shocked that Joe Biden loses. Well, yeah, know. it's going to be funny. But you, have, <laughs> but you have some strategists. Oh, it'll be great. Yeah. We'll be popping bottles of champagne. Oh, yeah. But you have some strategists in the Democrat Party that see it for what it is. Yeah. Right? They're worried about Joe Biden. Yeah. The, Terry McAuliffe, you know, stay in the basement, yeah, stay Joe. Stay in the basement, yeah. They see... They see the risk here because these great, you know, so-called great poll numbers were based off of him in hiding. Yeah. Once he gets more public exposure. And starts talking. Yeah, I, that's I all agree. he needs to do start talking.
2: I agree. It's also early. And like as, as Mark Lauder said, a D plus 10 poll.
0: Right. Like
2: that's just fantasy. Come on. Come on.
0: Maybe D plus 5. Maybe. Yeah. But
2: D plus 10. Maybe. I mean I remember uh, – we haven't had an electorate like that since uh, 1858. <laughs> Well, yeah. uh, Some former Breitbart editor mentioned that at a a conference one time. I thought that was pretty funny. He was making fun of the polls and how they're skewed.
0: Yeah. I mean, they've been skewed for a long time, right? And we talk about these national polls that are based on registered voters. That has no effect on what actually happens on Election Day. Yeah. Right? To run a real poll, you need to accurately predict the voter model, which is nearly impossible. You don't know who's going to show up on Election Day. Yeah. You don't know the breakdown of demographics of race and income and college education and I mean it, the list goes on and, and sex, I mean or gender, whatever you want to yeah. call it nowadays, you know, um, Z, it's it's really like you're like, what? Yeah. You're playing tricks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you're trying to pick a card out of a deck and say, oh, this is yeah. what it's going to be. It's the
2: best educated guess based off what? The last two or three election cycles?
0: Right. Which we saw last time. Yeah. Their prediction of the electorate was wrong. Yeah. yeah. So – and and the enthusiasm gap. Yeah. I mean that that's not factored yeah. into these polls. Yeah. It shows in the polls. So say the virus is prevalent on election day. Do you think that somebody that's not enthusiastic about Joe Biden is going to potentially risk going to a polling place to vote for a man that they don't care about? Nope. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. But I could tell you who will show up is every Trump supporter. Yeah. No matter what. Wrap in saran wrap or not. <laughs> right, right. Like if I have to get a fucking ventilator— yeah, I will go vote for this man. In even in a we state, go, we're not gonna win. We we're not gonna th- win Virginia. We should Virginia.
2: go vote in a hazmat suit. it's <laughs> <We should laughs> just, just to scare yeah, people. Just scare
0: people. We're not gonna win Virginia. Stay in your homes because it's just impossible with Northern Virginia. Well, but for, I'll well, still go
2: vote for him. I don't care. Yeah, agreed. And, right? but once, once the uh, oh, and also once Amazon is done moving in here,
0: yeah, that's thirty two. What? that's it's thirty over, Yeah,
2: yeah thirty five thousand extra liberals.
0: But like I will tell you with. that that piece of. Mark Warner is very lucky that it's a presidential year yeah. because it was. If it was an off year, he yeah. would have a major chance of going down again. Yeah. Like Ed Gillespie almost beat him. Yeah, right. Oh, an
2: extra two, three million dollars. I think oh, Ed easily. Gillespie,
0: yeah, I think Ed Gillespie
2: would. That it, it was one of the last races called in 2014. And we have a
0: great conservative here, Daniel Gade, uh, yeah. who won the primary, and we're going to try to get him on triggered because he's a great patriot. And I think it's important that people hear the things that he's talking about because Mark Warner is an original Russian collusion truther. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the people behind this. And, you know, the president has been very clear on the Russian collusion hoax. Yeah. And I don't think that – I mean, we could could talk about that another day because there's a lot of details that are coming out now. That's
2: a big episode. And I think we're
0: going to get a lot more details as the summer goes on. Yeah. That's just Remember, a little feeling I have. Durham, <laughs> that probe is still going on. <laughs> yep. And that may or may not be backed up by certain comments of a certain person. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, 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 So we got to fight back against this communism, right? Yeah. And you're seeing this happen now. You're seeing this happen from people that you wouldn't necessarily suspect to be huge President Trump supporters, right? Yeah. Like Cuban immigrant Maximo Alvarez, who is the president of Sunshine Gasoline and – last week he was at a roundtable meeting with the president on the economy you know coronavirus all that but he decided that he had something very important to say and it's a it's a long nine minute clip so we're not going to play the play the clip here we encourage you to go over to townhall.com just search uh cuban immigrant warns about the deadly pill americans are about to swallow uh and you'll see you'll see that story um or you can of course find it on social media but just one of, one of the parts of the quote, that, that the long message that he had that really struck me, uh, you know, he basically talks about the tactics that are being used here by the left are the same ones that he saw in communist Cuba when he was 11 years old before he fled to this great country. And he said, quote, we come over here in my case because my parents chose that I would not be indoctrinated by the communist country, by the totalitarian country. By the totalitarian regime they don't educate children absolutely not and this is something that we need to understand what's happening in our backyard today i experienced as an 11 year old i remember vividly all the promises that a guy named castro gave and how 99 percent of the people swallowed the pill it took many years later after i read somebody named saul alinsky that i realized that all those people were nothing but useful idiots (laughs) I remember Castro while in the mountains being interviewed and asked if he was a communist. He went crazy. He was going to save Cuba. I remember how he promised to the farmers, to the Guajitos, that you're going to own the land. I remember all the promises that we hear today about free education and free health care and free land. So with that, please keep that in mind. And please, people, explain to our young people who are demonstrating out there. Don't be useful idiots. Please understand what's happening in our country See what happens to our parents and what's happening to America today. And I highly encourage you to go watch that full speech.
2: Well, not everything Castro advocated was bad, though. Remember, oh, my he, God. He had
0: a great literacy program still. Oh, well, that's what Bernie said, right? Isn't that what Bernie <laughs> yeah, he did. said? When he was asked during the primary, he was asked, you know, what good did Castro do? Oh, he yeah. got a great literary program. It's
2: not fair to say it was all bad.
0: Because <laughs> yes. kids can read. Just, you know, just the mass, like, yeah. killing of. Yeah. of Catholics Wait, isn't that, a, isn't that a firing squad? No, 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 don't, don't look at that. Yeah, yeah. The kids can read. <laughs> well, nothing was more embarrassing than when Obama went to Cuba. Oh my and, God. Oh uh, yeah. Watch And the Raul Castro game? held up his limp wrist at that baseball game. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never that forget bad. that. That was bad.
2: And what do we get for that? Nothing. 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 We got, we got them allegedly deploying those like, like those supersonic uh Weapons against us. Remember that? Yeah, well, we had
0: to pull our, our yeah, personnel they're, out. They're, they're, they're suffering ear
2: problems. Remember that? And Hearing President
0: problems. Trump snapped those restrictions back into place. Yeah. And it's good that he did. We don't need to be doing with Cuba. No. I mean, let's not forget the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? I know yeah. that's a long time I ago. Know. But these people were actively stationing Russian yeah. nukes on their Can't land. Be trusted. Can't to be closer be to us.
2: When, all the, when the cashers are gone and the casinos are back in Havana then i'll go to cuba
0: yeah and don't get me wrong i love cuban cigars oh, yeah. whenever i went on vacation to the caribbean that's oh, the first yeah. thing i did was buy cuban yeah. cigars but that doesn't outweigh yeah. the bring back the <laughs> bring back the corruption Bring back the casinos and we'll go back. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, free market. I mean, yeah. it'll be interesting to see what happens when the Castro's are out of power, right? Do they have yeah. kids that no, can take over? No. I don't think so. so I don't think so either. So and, that'll be an well, interesting
2: and, and, power and, vacuum. And, and if they do, I don't think – I mean, I mean, if they do, like, you, you don't hear about their kids. I don't think they want anything to do with this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know? that, like, that'll know, be an interesting power yeah. vacuum. And we also have Thomas Sowell, the great, great conservative philosopher who – uh, publishes a regular column on townhall.com. Uh, Soul says that this election may be the, quote, point of no return in this country. And it echoes what we've been saying. And uh, it feels nice that he agrees with us yeah. because, like, he, he's seen some from his entire lifetime for being a child growing up, to advocating for charter schools and inner city development and freedom to, you know, not have your kid's future be determined by what zip code you live in. Uh, and as President Trump said, that's the civil rights issue of our time. But he said, quote, what I see is if the election goes to Biden, then there is a good chance that the Democrats will then control all two branches of Congress in the White House And considering the kinds of things that they are proposing, that can well mean the point of no return for this country. Wow. And that just sums up this election. It really does. I
2: mean, and I'll just say, you know, I'll I'll, I'll quote one of my favorite conservatives, Barry Goldwater. You know, extremism in the defense of liberty is Mm -hmm. no
0: vice. And I think that – I think it's all tied together here. I think that God forbid Joe Biden wins, then we lose the Senate. Yeah. And we certainly, if Joe Biden wins, won't be taking back the House. Yeah. No. So that would give them con- full control. Of the government. Of the entire government. To destroy the police,
2: destroy our history, raise taxes on the middle class. Well, they're going to bust the filibuster bust in the Senate. Bust the
0: filibuster. Which means they will ram through everything. Yeah. Everything terrible that's been talked about yeah. that you thought was too far-fetched to even come close to happening in it's this country. It's going to happen. It will. It's going to happen. The Green News scam. Yeah. Uh, carbon tax, cap and trade, speech codes, massive I guess speech codes in the past. Well, luckily the Supreme Court could protect us from that.
2: I don't trust Roberts. I, I think on free speech, he would be, be okay. Let's be honest, Storm. There are some. Well, uh, let's remember Citizens United. I don't want to wish death. I don't want to wish death, but there are some people on that court that have <laughs> to go and be replaced
0: with with more reliable jurists before well, I, before well, I that, have
2: confidence. Well,
0: that of of this also emphasizes the importance of at least. God forbid, yeah. as a backup emergency plan, trying to keep the Senate. Yeah. Because if we can at least keep the Senate, we'd have some say in that. And yeah, we can hold yes. up Jewish nominees. We know Cocaine yeah. Mitch is a pro at that. Yes. But, I mean, it really is. Oh, know, it's having— it's, We are you, looking out
2: on the on, into the abyss here.
0: Yeah. The abyss. I mean, you've been working in politics for three yeah. or four years longer than yeah. me. It's now been five years for me at town hall, yeah. plus a ton of campaign experience before. Yeah. This, I think, is the scariest time that I've seen in our yeah. country, because, yeah, and not because yeah. not because of what's happening currently, although that is very scary. Yeah. But what could happen? Yeah. If we lose.
2: Because, because I mean, in 04,
0: like John Kerry was just
2: wrong, right? Right. He was just wrong. But I had, I mean, I, the insanity was well, not com- there.
0: Compared like, he, to he these liberals. Bad
2: policy. This is right. just
0: like you compared know, John, to these yeah. leftists. Obama is a conservative. Oh my
2: god! Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I mean, I'd that's what that, it is, yeah, right. I read that. Yeah, that's
0: true. I honestly believe. I don't think Obama that, could win a primary. if he Right. Won a exactly. The platform that he ran on in the primary yeah. in two thousand eight, he would have never won this. Because remember, I mean, just let's just talk. let just pick one out of the hat
2: right now. Obama was not in favor of gay marriage. Right. I'm, I'm in favor of stronger civil unions or some bullshit yeah. like that. That. And he loved deportations? Yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely. Uh, uh, he promised to close Gitmo. Didn't do that. Yep. You know, Obama had some pretty, you know, for for this woke mob, some issues that are canceling. And remember, one issue, right. you're gone. Forget. J- look yeah. at look at. I mean, look at someone who's not even political. Look at J K Rowling. J K Rowling thinks that that there are men and women. Oh my God! Which is somehow so, controversial. So controversial, and J.K. Rowling is a lefty. Let's not yeah, be. Honest. She's no conservative. She's a she's, she's a, diehard a British leftist. lefty, she's which a is British hardcore. lefty. Yeah. But she believes in the science, and now she's trying. They're trying to throw the killing curse at her. Yeah. Which you know, good luck. She's only sold you know you know tens of millions of books. Yeah. Is, is a I think she's a billionaire by now, right? Yeah. Or yeah. she's super f- Close rich. To it, yeah.
0: She has hundreds of millions of pounds. You know, whatever. Well, that's the interesting dynamic, right? Is because when you are that rich and you're not beholden to others, you can speak your mind. Oh, yeah. Right? Because if we worked at a company that didn't let us speak our mind as we get to do here, if we worked at a standard corporate America job, we could never make our conservative beliefs known at all. Oh, my God. If I I,
2: put an American flag on on my desk in in, in this setting, I'd probably be
0: called a Nazi. I have so many people – that have reached out. And I think more have after I mentioned it on here. And I appreciate it. So many people have reached out saying. I can't say these things. That you guys are saying. Because I will lose my job. Oh my, my family God. will be threatened. Yeah. I'll lose my livelihood. But it's. And and these people will vote for us. When they go into the booth. And that's yeah. the silent majority. And that's the silent majority that can't stand up and fight. Yeah. Which I really think is, is totally anti-American on the part of the left, right? You're threatening these people into submission. And isn't that the true definition of communism and totalitarianism? Absolutely. Absolutely. But at the
2: same time, this is America and the fact that – I mean I wish they can speak their mind but the fact that we have all these like these little deep state operatives of our own behind enemy lines in these blue states that are going to vote for us anyway is kind of comforting. But no, obviously these people should be allowed to speak their minds. It's an authoritarian ethos. You cannot deviate from it. And yeah. if you – I mean look at Barry Weiss at the New York Times. Barry Weiss is not a conservative. No, she's, she's not not liberal at all. She's a lib. But she's like – I think some – I saw a tweet. I think it was
0: David. She supports uh, uh, Israel. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's the problem with them. She supports Israel. Yeah. She's Jewish. So you know the, the left hates Jewish people. But I think – I saw someone tweeted it out. Uh, she was like, Barry Weiss is not a conservative. But she's just saying, hey, I'm a liberal. I'm just not communist like you people. <laughs> yeah. You know, literally. Yeah. I mean she was subjected to – when you're bullied out of a job, you, you know it's it's a, it's a, it's a cesspool. Now, well, frankly, we shouldn't be surprised that the New York Times is a cesspool after they scalped the whole op-ed section over the Tom Cotton uh, submission.
0: Right. Well, but, that's what I was about to say. I mean, the New York yeah. Times is, is, you know, the paper of record, right? Yeah. It's really rearing its ugly, yeah. super leftist, communist, yeah. anti-Semitic yeah. head. Yeah. and the, the, the
2: rot of of the far left in these institutions are now starting to break through yeah. the skin, so to speak, and, and, and the, the, the
0: stench. And it's all these indoctrinated to, young liberals that are coming out of colleges. Yeah. And we haven't had a chance much to talk about the rabid anti-Semitism of the left, and we're going to talk about that tomorrow uh, with Kurt. Because he's been pointing it out on Twitter, and you have- and we'll have Nick Cannon on, too. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to say, you know, you have Nick Cannon that says all white people are evil, right? Yeah. Interestingly, he
2: doesn't even address. By the way, you that he doesn't even address that part in his apology, his so-called apology? Yeah. Well, he, he only he,
0: he only mentions the Jewish part. He apologized for he did. What did exactly did he say? He said, he said something that, along like, the lines. Basically,
2: of, like, he said that white. Well, he bashed Jewish people. Yeah. And then he was like, white people are basically a step or two away from like being pure savages. Do you yeah. That?
0: And the he had, he essentially said that the Jews like control everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Jeez, like, oh how, well.
2: I mean, am I in America or is this the Nuremberg rally, nineteen thirty
0: seven? I mean, geez. And someone <laughs> quote tweeted his tweets about this and said they've seen behind the scenes, right? Yeah. So and and I I, I don't know who it was to give proper credit to them, but they yeah. said that they've seen uh black radical leftists behind the scenes say even worse than that. Oh, I bet. That, you know, anti-white racism. Yeah. The racism against white people exists. Oh yeah. And he said this person said that you know this is even worse behind the scenes and you're seeing it pop through. And you're seeing it pop through in institutions where you never thought that you would see something like this. Yeah. One of these Smithsonian museums here oh, in DC. My God. The Smithsonian National Museum of African American History and Culture. Has a message for its white visitors and white people around the world. <laughs> they think that if you're white in America, your skin color has created a culture where those of other colors are seen as inferior or abnormal. And this poster, which encourages white people to stop these behaviors, and we're gonna go through these behaviors. Oh my God. Is quite possibly the most racist thing that I've ever seen in my life.
2: Well, it's, think, it's like a yeah. KKK poster yeah, I mean, is what it is. I mean, it's like, yeah. it's
0: They say <sighs> that these following ideas are racist and whiteness and need to be crushed out of society. <laughs> ideas of individualism, self-reliance, and autonomy. So no more relying on yourself, right? Mm. No more rugged individualism in this country of Mm. bringing yourself up the ladder of the American dream, right? Yeah. God forbid. You know, I saw something similar on uh, Soviet Union pamphlets back in the day. Yeah. And they also say the nuclear family with a father, mother, and children is racist. And we've talked plenty about this in the past. The statistics of the value of especially in black households of having a father figure. A two-parent home, yeah. An emphasis on the scientific method of objective, rational, linear thinking. That's racist. No more rational thinking, only irrational violence is essentially what they're encouraging here. Oh, okay. The Western and Judeo-Christian tradition and Christianity as the norm.
2: It is the norm here.
0: Well, Well, you know, you, you could talk about the norm, but... Like, we're, to not, deny, like, we're to, not
2: all nation of Islam here.
0: No, I know. I know. But to like, deny the history of this country oh, yeah. as being founded on Judeo-Christian values yeah. of which all of the founders and signers of the Declaration of Independence and Constitution had molded our country in. Yeah.
2: All saw our history. The this first is, this is second, supposed to
0: be a history museum.
2: Yeah. I mean, right? They do know that like in this country, there were the it was called the First and Second Great Awakenings. And it was... Uh, Whatever.
0: I know. Keep going. I know. Let's keep going with this list. So it gets better. It gets better. This one really got me. The notion that hard work is the key to success. I could say something, but it'll probably probably be taken
2: the wrong way. Because we're
0: going to talk about this again tomorrow with Kurt because I know he has some hot takes on this. Uh, (laughs) Respect (laughs) respect for authority and private property. Yeah, this is communism. Yep. Planning for the future – that's racist. That's whiteness. Yeah,
2: it's whiteness. I don't know no, no, what, don't the, know what that is.
0: Holidays based on white history and male leaders. So now it's what? a war on men. So Christmas is a
2: is a white nationalist holiday.
0: I guess so. Well, you know. It's, oh, yeah,
2: yeah. because it goes to the geo-Christian thing. So we can't do that.
0: It's interesting how they always used to use the phrase the war on women, right? Yeah. The GOP's war on women, which yeah. never existed, yeah, never by ed- the way. No, it did uh, One party in this country has fought for equality for yeah. a long time. And yeah, and, the, and the other
2: party was, you know, raping women. Now it's the, you know.
0: Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> just, Harvey <laughs> just Weinstein. Kind of yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Um, But now, now it's a war on men and white people. Yeah. I mean, what? What is going on here? Yeah. The, justice based on English common law? That's oh my god. And and then this this was the real icing on the cake. Politeness and correctly written communication. So now I don't if,
2: understand all this. So
0: now if you're using correct English, that's racist. And Right, you know I what? I in twenty thirteen, I, I Don so. Lemon. I don't know if it was twenty thirteen. I think it was twenty thirteen. Maybe twenty fifteen. No, it was twenty thirteen. Don Lemon. Yeah, had a quote about this. Yeah, about you know behavior in African American neighborhoods. Yeah. To put it lightly, basically he was saying that the black community needs to get their together that was basically yes yeah. his, his so he's racist theme. now by these yeah. standards right so basically they're saying don't talk like white people that's what they're saying i don't in veiled communication yeah, I right don't know. Who, who who i mean I, I i i was about to say did Marion barry write this but he's dead and then they go on <laughs> to say at the bottom those who would push back on this narrative are simply showing their white fragility yeah, the white fragility
2: thing is ridiculous.
0: I mean, that book is this. Yeah. I mean, right?
2: the, the and that book has, has, has as so gangbusters, but it's bullshit. I mean, it's, yeah. it's I mean, I mean even even the most ardent liberal that I've ardent liberals that I've seen on Twitter are like, what 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 am I reading?
0: I mean, I couldn't believe that I saw that when but, I did. And, and again,
2: that's what's being taught in higher education. Storm.
0: This is exactly As what's exactly being, taught in, what's higher being education, taught in higher education. Which is funded in so, part by taxpayer dollars, and the yeah. Smithsonian Museum is funded by taxpayer dollars. Yeah. You are paying for this trash. Yeah. And not only that, we have multiple sources throughout the government that says that civil service leftovers, for lack of a better term, are leading. Are leading diversity trainings for white people which parrot this exact line of thinking oh my god and the trump administration and attorney general barr are looking into this matter within the government because they agree with us yeah. that taxpayer funding should not be used for well, political and ideology um, like this. Yeah.
2: What about? Remember we talked about? Remember you know when Trump strolled all over to St. John's Church and the and the members of the military were there and it was like oh, oh a big issue in yeah. terms of the, you know the civilian leadership and constitutional order and whatnot. What is? Did you see the army was hosting like woke seminars? Yeah. That got they said that got accidentally leaked. They I think. said
0: that "Make America Great Again" is veiled white supremacy. Yeah. And then they. they but then they were promptly. Admonished yeah. for locally well, doing that. It, was only, it, it was, was only one base. It was only one base in Alabama, and Representative Mo Brooks, great patriot, is yeah. looking into that. Good but, because
2: we can't have the we, the, the military being affected with this. It no, yep. no. Yep. We can't have we can't have this. This is not. This is absolutely anti-American. It's almost as bad as radical Islam in yep. terms of in terms of it being you know uh, what do we use it applicable or yeah. you know. To comparable comparable or or compatible, excuse me, compatible with with you know with our with our society. Yep, and I mean polite communication is
0: not. I mean that's that's
2: incompatible. I I want to run through that list
0: with Kurt tomorrow because I'm I'm sure he'll have some interesting. I just can't believe that
2: the last one. You're right. I just I'm. I'm, Right, the last one's icing on cake
0: floor <laughs> let's let's go to some good news right no okay. you know good news no tears being shed here Michael Cohen that dirty little rat that rat is back in jail for violating terms of his early release uh, and you know uh, what he did you did? see
2: that f-ing photo he was outside did he not think he was not gonna get caught at that dinner that he had
0: well that's yeah that's right? the icing on the cake yeah. here <laughs> is that it wasn't for a you know s- uh, he was stupid enough yeah to violate his terms of release by going to a f***ing restaurant. I know. Dude, you you were so lucky like, to get out of jail. Exactly. Stay in your f***ing house. Yeah. And order some damn takeout. Exactly.
2: What? What are you doing? I, it's almost as bad like in The Sopranos when Larry Burese gets caught uh, breaking his parole by going to the, uh, remember the premiere to the Cleaver? Yeah. Mr. Barice? Yeah? U.S. Marshals, you're in violation yeah. of your parole. They sent him back to jail. <laughs> I mean, that's just,
0: uh, for being a lawyer, I mean, clearly I he's... Know. Apparently
2: he obviously he's past the point of f-
0: it. Yeah, I mean he, I think he's lost all of his money by now. He has, yeah, he's broke. He's broke. Which yeah. good because he f- us over good. Yeah. So you f- the president over, you're supposed to be an attorney, right? Yeah. You're supposed to protect attorney client yeah. privilege, which none of that was ever adjudicated, by the way. No. The total breaking by those authorities up in New York yeah. by raiding his files on the president.
2: Yeah, you can't do that.
0: Not allowed. No, you but, can't do that. you know, but, that but, was but, swept but, under the rug. Yeah,
2: but then he decided the knife is in the back and you know what? Uh, because
0: they play by their own set of rules. Yeah. The liberals get to just, you know, play by no standards of justice. Yeah. Again, two standards of justice yes. in this country, yes. which hopefully will be coming to an end. The other good news story of the day. Uh, noted MSNBC host Joy Reid, whose uh, account was hacked and posted a bunch of... You remember that? Oh, yeah. The Wayback Machine. A lot of she,
2: homophobic uh, stuff in there, Yeah, too, she's right? now
0: going to face a libel suit oh, from God. a Trump supporter after smearing this Trump supporter on Twitter. Um, originally, it was dismissed. Now, the, uh, Sir, uh, the Circuit Court of Appeals says, nope, valid case. Trump supporter Rosalind Liberte filed the suit in 2019 over defamation claims against Reed after the uh, the host posted misleading comments about the woman along with a photo of her and a young boy. That photo and Reed's comments were shared millions of times on Twitter, which was false, false racist allegations and accusations uh, who appeared in a MAGA hat. Huh. And uh, she basically juxtaposed the image of La Liberté with a 1957 image of a white woman in Little Rock screaming at a black child going to school. Uh, so, oh my – God! are you kidding me? So yeah, so the court d- now reconsidered and said that Reed might be liable for what she insinuated on social media. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. Hold these people accountable because that's all they do. They just smear us. The liberal media, that's all they do, and they get away with it. They get away with lie after lie, smear, non-factual, libelous arguments. And President Trump has talked about this plenty.
2: I mean, that is her Saturday – that was her Saturday show in a nutshell.
0: Yeah. I mean, no one
2: watched it because, you know, so she didn't get as much flack.
0: But now that she's on primetime, great
2: great move there.
0: Yep. And uh, last but not least, let's keep it on the legal side here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, Roger Stone had his sentence – The commutation by President Trump, which was tremendous. Great day. Uh, A great Great victory. A great victory. And uh, Pelosi had a little bit of a meltdown when she learned of this commutation. Yeah. Uh, She's, you know, basically blah, 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 vowed congressional action to rewrite the Constitution and uh, basically strike the president's ability to grant reprieves and pardons. Because Trump has given out so many. So far, well,
2: he hasn't, folks. About it's it's less than a hundred.
0: That's the interesting thing. Yeah, right. It's way less than a hundred. It's like less than fifty, actually. Yeah. Less than fifty. And interestingly enough, she was silent during President Obama's more than one thousand pardons and commutations, the most of any president that we've had since Jimmy Carter. Yep. Some of whom were terrorists. Yeah. Convicted terrorists that actually bombed places. Yeah.
2: Okay. And, and and that was a lie. I mean, and that was the line too. And it's a total lie. I mean, Jeffrey Toobin peddled the same as well, saying how like this never happens. You know, the president doesn't pardon his friends. The president has always pardoned his friends. Look okay? at Bill Clinton. Look at Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton pardoned Susan McDougal, who was a key person in the whole Whitewater. Uh, it is Susan McDougal, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Part of the Whitewater real estate fiasco was Pelosi. Did Pelosi resisting then the third president of the United States, Thomas Jefferson, pardoned somebody. Purely out of uh, you know, in, in the hopes that that person would testify against Aaron Burr for treason, <laughs> this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Now you can now there could be an argument. It shouldn't happen that the pardon power and the commutation power has been abused. That's fine, but to note that everything bad under this. Uh, provision of the Constitution of the, has, has been bad since, you know, because President Trump did it is just absolutely wrong. Well, in fact, our Jonathan Turley, a liberal yeah. lawyer, in five paragraphs went through a massive list of presidents from FDR, Jefferson, Clinton, George H.W. Bush, who have pardoned people who have done a lot worse than what Roger
0: Stone did, who was persecuted under a fraud. Yep. So not only that, we'll just leave it at that. In the Constitution... Uh-huh. The president's power to pardon and commute is one of the most absolute, absolute. enumerated powers absolute. that the president has. Yeah, perhaps the most uh, clear power in the Constitution. Yeah, it's absolute. Yeah. So, I don't know what she's getting at here. Yeah, never gonna happen. No. But I just love the double standard, oh, right? Yeah. Typical double standard. They they act like. They didn't set these standards, oh, yeah. right? They act as if the Obama administration never happened, Clinton never happened, yeah. and that Trump just invented this entire political system out of thin air. Yeah. And it's getting old. Racism didn't exist until Trump was elected president. Apparently. Apparently. <laughs> that's, the, that's the game now. Yeah. Uh, and the General Michael Flynn saga continues. Oh, God. Uh, it was our hope that when the Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that the case should be dismissed, they were ordered to do so. Uh, U.S. District Court judge, the liberal hack, Judge Emmett Sullivan, not uh, not listening. No. And he's not letting him get out of here without another legal fight. Yeah. In a new request, he requested an on-bank hearing. On-bonk. On-bonk, on-bank, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, so now... We wait. Again. We wait. So... Yeah. It actually, I believe, I think the deadline is today. or Ooh, We're close to it. All right. The deadline is today for him to submit his reasoning to the full circuit court, and they will decide whether to hear this at the full panel yeah, here. I think there's
2: a 90% chance it gets rejected.
0: I think so, too. I think it's a nice – I mean, on um, bonk
2: appeals, I, I, from what I've heard from legal Twitter, I'm talking like yeah. notable lawyers who tweet that given the narrow ruling of the original three-panel – decision, it's not going to
0: happen. Well, two things here. The only time I've ever seen it work yeah. was before we remade the Ninth Circuit when they would get a selection of three judges, two of which were the conservative judges on the Ninth Circuit. They would get one ruling and then they would go back on banc and the liberal judges oh, would yeah. all rule yeah. in one way, with right? The, yeah, that was with the injunctions. Right, the national injunctions. Yeah, the, the injunctions. But here, interestingly enough, Judge Sullivan decided to slander uh, Judge Naomi Rao, yeah, which right. was the replacement yeah. for Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. And I don't think that they're going to take too kindly to one of their own being slandered, regardless of yeah. whether or not they agree with her political ideology. So that's going to be an interesting I mean, thing. Here. and this
2: is a little conspiratorial, but hear me out here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, there have been editorials that have been – pushing the idea that Emmett Sullivan is just trying to drag this out in the hopes that a Biden DOJ drops the motion to dismiss and then he can start this thing all over again. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, look, look, what has happened throughout this whole, the tail end of the saga is all these positive poll numbers with Biden leading Trump nationally, which we all Mm -hmm. know are suppression polls. But he keeps dragging this on when there's obviously no f***ing case. I mean, the, the internal DOJ memo... That said, that Flynn six days after he was interviewed was not, you know, suspected of being a Russian agent. I mean, that's it. I mean, how many how many gunshot wounds <laughs> does this well, case look have at, to
0: suffer? Look at the notes. <laughs> look at the notes yeah. that were released, right from those meetings, oh, the Oval Office meeting. Obama get the right people on it. Yeah, Biden was involved, and yeah. all that's going to come out yeah. later on. Yeah. So I think that he'll he'll get off scot free here. Yeah. You know, having had his reputation ruined and financially yeah. ruined, which is terrible yeah his family's gone through hell yeah but regardless if the justice system does not give the proper ruling here which should be complete dismissal yeah. and exoneration yeah i think president trump stands ready to stand behind his guy and i think him. and pardon him Good. Yeah, yeah <laughs> i think that looking back the president and he talked about this uh the other day looking back i think he regrets taking sally yates word that was a big mistake. Yeah. And he regrets firing General Flynn because yeah. at the end of the day, he didn't lie.
2: Yep.
0: And I, I I, think that that's all going to play out in a positive fashion. It's a shame that this much energy, this much money and, and devastation his family has had to come from yeah. this. But uh, kudos to Sidney Powell for oh, mounting a great defense a after yeah. his original law firm – did the worst legal representation job I might have ever seen in my life.
2: Well, I think Covington, which was the original, I think they got
0: scared. Because,
2: remember, during this time, somebody – and this is, again, alleged – somebody in Mueller's team allegedly leaked a fake news story to CNN saying that Manafort was under a FISA spy warrant, right? Mm -hmm. Which they used as a pretext to nuke Manafort's attorney-client privilege. There was no evidence. The story was fake. But the judge allowed it and – I think because of those ruthless tactics, Cuffington said, you know what? We should just do this plea deal. Yeah. I think. I honestly. would agree with that. I mean, right? So but It shows that the, the Mueller probe also needs to have a special counsel that's on, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and reviewed. Because I don't know that, if I'm to
0: re-go down that road. But
2: No, but that— <laughs> You can't, you
0: can't do that that's, in this country. That's what Durham is supposed to be doing. Oh, okay. So, All right. I don't want another special counsel. There's, I don't want another. They're either. unchained. They're unchained. Absolutely. It's, I don't like it either. We don't need that. Them. But that, I mean. Mm. But if we win a second term, oh, well, he's it's going to be a revenge tour regardless. Yeah, I know, I know. So, that's I don't want to bring more outside bullshit into this. Like, yeah. I think that, yeah, it'd be nice, but yeah. it also opens us up to some issues. Yeah. Just like. How Roger Stone says he may appeal this stuff, Oh, I also think that's a mistake because yeah. he's now free. Yeah, Like Katie said, he should just walk away. He wants to uh, get yeah. an
2: expungement from his record, right? He doesn't want – Yeah, basically. He doesn't want the conviction to stand.
0: But gotcha. by doing that, you're reopening yourself to more liability. Yeah. Like Katie said, you know, it's a .00001 chance of a presidential commutation. Yeah. He got it. Yeah. He's free. Yeah. You know, he's he's – He's out there, and not only that, yeah. he not not just wiped away his prison sentence, wiped away the two years probation and the fine. Yeah. So, he can get out there now yeah. and support the president's reelection. And
2: he's probably still rich.
0: He's, he's definitely still rich. He made rich. a
2: lot of money with that uh, with that firm,
0: but yeah. I will say, but if you ever watch,
2: and folks, you should all watch it on Netflix. It's Gavin great, Roger 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 Stone. Stone. Yeah. Dude, that's not his personality. Is always gonna be. If I've been wrong, I'm coming after you twofold. You know that's that's his thing. He needs you know you attack stone. He'll come after you twofold. So yep. that's his personality.
0: Maybe hopefully somebody <laughs> can sit him down and calm him down a little bit. But these but, these yeah. miscarriages of justice make it very clear that we need to reelect President Trump. Yes, and President Trump has a huge announcement for his top supporters. We will be celebrating the twenty twenty Republican National Convention this summer, and he wants you to enter for your chance to join him at the convention. If you win, the team will cover the flight hotel and give you VIP passes for yourself and a guest. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to meet President Trump at the convention. Again, that's TRIGGERED, T-R-I-G-G, E-R-E-D to 88022 to enter to win this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be his special guest. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. And let's uh, just give a shout-out to these reviews here that we got. First off, uh, some liberal loser popped in here and called us partisan hacks. Uh, <laughs> proud, proud hack over Well, that's here. what I wanted to say. You know, that's what I wanted to say. We are unapologetic <laughs> yeah. in our stance as conservatives and as President Trump supporters. And, uh, you know, he said, if you're hyper partisan, this podcast is for you. You're damn right. And uh, what I have to say to that guy is he could go f- himself. Yeah. Um, on the other side, we have the great Reggie 92 saying, these guys are on top of things. They're entertaining and they speak the truth. Common sense by two regular dudes that love their country. Keep it up. And uh, we say thank you, Reggie92, yeah. for the great And also to review. Mitchell.
2: Mitchell sent us uh, – sorry about this. This was sent July 10th, but he said, uh, you two are a delightful square field light in the fight against the evil leftist party. So, yeah. Thank you, sir. have to take on the
0: left. Yeah. We have to take on the left. And we will be back here tomorrow for a bonus Friday special, a special episode of Triggered with Colonel Kurt Schlichter the great Kurt Schlichter, whose new book is out, The 21 Biggest Lies About Donald Trump and You. We're going to talk about that and uh, all of this going on because I have a uh, feeling he'll be very entertaining. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Get some popcorn and some bourbon ready. He is the king of conservative hot takes. And, uh, of course, you can read all of his columns at townhall.com. There's one up today about how we need to win this election and the biggest lies about Donald Trump. So we will be back here tomorrow for another episode of Triggered. Of course, you can email us triggered at townhall.com. We always try to get to all of your emails and comments. Uh, We love all of you listeners and sticking with us. And uh, interestingly enough, tomorrow is going to be our 200th episode of Triggered. So we love all of you. That Some of you have been with us from the beginning. Send us your well wishes. (laughs) That was a cut. (laughs) (laughs) The real comment will come tomorrow with Colonel Kurt here. And we will see you then. Later. (laughs) I'm <laughs> sorry.